bit. This is for Brent. I'm imagining him. Yeah, he's doing surgery, but he's bobbing his head. All right. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. This will probably be a little shorter, but still, I think, an interesting, a follow-up field episode of Monday Night Magic. This is a weekly podcast uh, only about Magic the Gathering. So if you've come to hear about video games, uh, you know, bad things to search on the internet or B-movies. This was not the one to pick. You might have come to the wrong Maybe another week. (laughs) Yeah. We we actually, we have got some magic news and then we'll talk about a classic movie called Beer from My Horses starring Toby Keith. Great movie. So it's going to be a two man show here this week because Brent is joining us in spirit and listening. He just can't talk. Uh, He's got a bad laryngeal infection. Do I, do I get to say that it was herpes? I don't know if I should say that or not, but it's, it's, it's herpes of his larynx. <laughs> One of my cats had eye herpes. If you didn't know there's a feline ophthalmologist, there are feline ophthalmologists out there for my slutty cat. Um, but actually bringing the magic discussion is Vincent. Yeah, How it's more awkward than I, if I was to go silent during your tangents like normal and just let you monologue forever. I, I can keep I can keep going, Vincent. Don't don't doubt that ever. <laughs> yes. Friends <laughs> with me. Once you get kids, you could just talk and lecture for forever. And you got that the stare, like a Samuel L. Jackson stare. It's like I wanna stare that kid down until they act right. That, that's what you do. But yeah, I, I would say it seems like the big magic news is what would you say, Vincent? Is the Fallout uh, kind of the Fallout what do we call full debut was them? yesterday? Like they call the debut, like the whole when they do like their stream, like introducing everything. Though it was a little more subdued since it's just Commander decks. They just did a weekly MTG stream, and then they're spoiling each of the decks one by one. Like yesterday, they did like one of the decks. I don't know which one it was. The the Naya one, the Naya like equipment aura thing. And then I should know, like, I know science is on Friday and they're going to do that at Magic Con Chicago, but I don't know which, which one's yeah, the science, other two. Science with exclamation point, that's the white, blue, red, white, blue. We've got Hail Caesar, which, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Black, white, red. Uh, we, we got, everybody's got Scrappy Survivors. I feel like they should have called that something more dog themed, but. That's the, more the Naya white, green, red. Yeah, that's the one that I think has been fully spoiled, or at least mostly spoiled. I don't know if it's been 100% like the actual deck. I can go look at that, see if that's been... And then me personally, I think I'm most excited for the Mothman deck being Mutant Menace, which is mm-hmm. blue, green, black. I think what looks quite fun. And I'm, I'm just waiting. Uh, thankfully, Wizards has a thing about how to collect uh, this set. <laughs> I need that for every set now because it gets more and more confusing. Yeah. Um, and there's only one booster type, but it's still like, here's a foil from this deck, a non-foil from this deck, a foil from this deck, a non-foil from this deck, a special t- card from this deck, special collector boosters only cards, serialized bobbleheads. Okay, Vincent, you got there. This is the first time I have not been filled with murderous rage when thinking about serialized cards. <laughs> I don't know why serialized bobbleheads I think are cool. For some reason, I'm cool with this. Maybe because the bobbleheads are amazing. I mean, I don't know if they're good, but they're a bunch I, they're of cool. I, I, hopefully Yeah, they've all been spoiled now if you missed it, because they, they've shown all of them, including the one that lets you win the game. I have not seen that one. 
They're on the Damn, Mythic that's... Spoiler. Just scroll down past stuff. Mythic Spoiler. Some, you know, someday you think the Wizards would have like a usable card database. They do. It's just it doesn't update right away because they want to actually show people the other things. And we're oh. being naughty and like getting all an aggregate in one shot. I would say existing is different versus as opposed to being usable. For me, Scryfall being sort of the 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 baseline of what a really good card search database is. Um, yeah. So, oh, luck bobblehead. Okay. I, I mean, the bobbleheads are just cool. I, I like mm-hmm. the pictures. So we have luck bobblehead, three colorless, and that's for all the bobbleheads. And we got a new subtype, artifact bobblehead. Um, is is out of five hundred? Is that just Besides the one ring, have all serialized cards been out of five hundred, or is that something? No, I don't think so. Like I think the serialized of Legends and and Karlov Manor were two fifty. Some of the Soul Rings were different, like three hundred, five hundred, seven hundred. I'm just curious yeah. how they pick what it's out of. I think five hundred is the default. Okay, I just even that seems like why not a thousand? Why not? I, I'd be curious well, how it's they... It's a thousand because it wouldn't fit in their little frame. I mean... <laughs> oh, God. It has to be a three-digit number. Oh, right. The, and the Doctor Who ones are 500, like one for the first Doctor, 502 for the second, whatever. Because <laughs> okay, they're so clever. <laughs> default. I got it. So we have an artifact bobblehead. I do like the Fallout expansion symbol. It's just like the little Pip-Boy guy. is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's a mana rock tap. Add one mana of any color. But then we have one colorless tap roll X six-sided dice, where X is the number of bobbleheads you control. And the, it's nice that they are not legendary for your bobbleheads. Uh, create a tapped treasure token for each even result. If you rolled six exactly seven times, you win the game. So is, are, are, am I reading that correctly? That would be in like one roll of the dice, I would get exactly six, seven sixes? Yeah. And you'd okay. have to have seven, at least seven bobbleheads. Like, bobble technically, you can have more with clones and stuff, but obviously, there are only the seven special bobbleheads because that's yes. doing like the special stats. Yeah. So I, I guess seems that seems cool. Um, so Vincent, I'm kind of curious. You mentioned that you know you did not necessarily have a, a huge you know past history with the Fallout video game series. What is, I mean, are you excited still for like these types of universe beyond sets or is it completely whiff if it's not something you're otherwise into? I mean, there are interesting designs. Like one of the, it's just like how they're translating a video game is interesting. Like how, like all the things that let you pause have split second. Like if we look at inventory management, it's a instant. Vaps. We got got to get the the vaps vaps too is that. Yeah. But like inventory management is a lot more like obvious with the pausing. So it's uh, instant that's a red and a white. It's got split second, which means that no one can respond to it with spells, put anything else on the stack. And then it says for each or an equipment you control, you may attach it to a creature you control. So you get to like rearrange all your ores and equipments and no one can respond to it. Which I mean, flavor wise, I guess, you said it was kind of interesting design-wise for me. Flavor-wise, I thought it was a pretty good way of trying to get, like, I am pausing the game or I'm going into VATS mode to target their groin like you would do in the game and do that <laughs> kind of stuff. I thought that was cool. Uh, I, again, I, I, I'm starting to get some le- legendary creature fatigue. I, 
to be I fair, like universes beyond always have to have legend, a bunch of legendary creatures because their named creatures have to be legendary, more or less. I, I, I think for me, maybe as a casual player, as we start to get to like three or more <coughs> colored legendary creatures, I find them harder for me to parse how good they are, how, what I would play them in. That's just for me as a yeah. very casual player. I find. No, it- I mean, with again with the legendary creatures, you're not necessarily supposed to make all of them commanders. Like, say, I'm looking here at Commander Sophia de Dagger. I can get the link here. Else, oh, not. I didn't mean to get that link. I wanted the image. Oh, this, this, this. I'll pull it up. So, so, okay. Sophia Jagger. Yeah, it's a, it's a human pilot, one, three, four, and white with flash, and then crash landing. When it enters the battlefield, destroy up to one target legendary permanent. That permanence controller creates a junk token. That's not one you'd play as your commander, for instance. It's just okay. a utility creature, but it sends the name character, it's legendary. And, and functionally, commander doesn't really matter if it's legendary or not, because you're playing one. Yeah. Uh, and if people aren't aware, junk tokens, artifact, it's a tap, sacrifice this artifact, you exile the top card of your library, and you may play that card this turn, and you can only do it as a sorcery. Or or maybe as a, an interrupt. Maybe they made a misprint. I, maybe they did a typo here. <laughs> maybe it's supposed to be instant. I don't know. I can't trust them anymore. <laughs> they make typos everywhere. So, yeah, so you were kind of you mentioned here any other ones that kind of jumped out design wise for you? Yeah, I'm trying to look at like one weird thing are the vaults. So like they so vaults are locations. So what card type do you think they would normally be? I would I would have guessed a land is why I would call a vault. <laughs> yeah. I but... come out of a vault, so that's like the <laughs> opening of every follow game is me coming out of a vault. Yeah, but instead they're sagas because the whole point is that like there's stories that are built around the vaults, and apparently lands are like hard to design. They could didn't want to couldn't make them the way they wanted to. Maro talked about that in his article yesterday, which was interesting about the challenge of designing lands versus other. Yeah, that was one of the things. Like he talked all about like designing a video game for universes beyond using Fallout as the example. And it'll be interesting, especially when we go next year to Final Fantasy, which will be a much bigger test, because there are going to be, I guess, are there going to be a lot more new cards? I'm not sure. I guess it's like 160-something new cards in the Fallout decks, and then I, it'll probably be like 250-something in the in the set, in a set. Yeah, I, I am personally was just trying to find, I wanted to read one of the the vaults just to kind of see how they worded them. Oh, yeah, they've got a couple. Give me a second. Mythic spoiler, I can't control F. Damn, damn these hooks. So, ooh, sadistic. Oh, okay, okay, we got some good ones. So, sadistic simulation. Two blue, red. I'm just going to read it. We're going, we're doing that. Sorry. First and second. No read ahead, though. <laughs> First and second, we have tap up to one target creature, put a stun counter on it. There's definitely a lot of cards that use energy. In the set, so you get two energy counters. Pay, uh, I guess, Saga Step 3. Pay any amount of energy. If you paid one or more energy this way, shuffle your library, then exile that many cards from the top. You can then play those cards without paying their mana cost. 
So yeah, like that yeah, I, doesn't seem that good. That's the no. other thing. <laughs> I I mean, obviously, that... one mind's desire trigger is big, but it's four mana and it doesn't do anything else. I mean, that slows them a bit and gets you a bunch of energy, but yeah. Is but again, is that I I it's tough when you're if that's how you sell more cards is that they do more and more stuff is it's hard if they are trying to maybe limit the power level a little bit. Yeah. Like uh, but the, maybe it's less noticeable in these. Also because the stupid things probably won't be on magic online for forever, if ever, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Cause yeah. What Warhammer is that the one you said just Warhammer is out today on magic online finally, but it's only out for a month and you can only buy it through the decks and it's not going to be in treasure chests or even in all access. So everyone's worried the Triumph of St. Catherine is going to be like hundred bucks by the time people need it. Hmm, probably. Yeah. Apparently they, they've said that doctor who is not coming at some point. I just saw that while looking at the things though. Then again, there aren't any obvious constructed cards in doctor who. So that's not as big a deal as when they've, screwed up with St. Catherine and Chaos Defiler and Pox Walkers and all that kind of stuff. So they... So, you probably so have no clue what any of those cards do. Do not. <laughs> do not. You said what yeah. was called? Box Cutter? Did you say Box Cutter? Pox Walkers. Pox Walker. I think the Box Cutter scarier. <laughs> I don't know if you ever sliced your hand with a Box Cutter. That looks <laughs> like hell. Pox Walker. I, I'm going to educate myself here, Vincent. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you what it does. I'm going to look it up myself. And I'll probably spell it wrong. Poxwalker. Okay. Oh, okay. It's the Warhammer stuff. Yes. Yep. Yeah, half of these <laughs> I haven't seen. Okay. Two in the black. It's a creature zombie. They they look kind of cool. Three, one, death touch. Curse of the walking pox. Whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand, you return poxwalkers from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. So wh- why would this be a concern? Because of flashback and all kinds of other things, that it's it's easy to cast spells from anywhere that's not your your hand in Legacy and Vintage. Okay, that's just so. one of them. That's one of the smaller ones. But like, have you seen Chaos Defiler before? I know it from that the... one is the crazy one. All right, I I have not seen this one. There's just so many cards. Uh, especially when the when we get into the commander stuff, it just it's yes. baffling. Uh, yeah, so I, this is for all of us to learn. Uh, Chaos Fire, <laughs> it's a artifact creature demon construct. That's cool. Uh, hopefully it gets really dirty and I can power wash it here very soon. Uh, it's a three <laughs> black and a red. Uh, five, four, trample, but I'm assuming we're going to get something better here. Battle cannon. When Chaos Defiler enters the battlefield or dies, for each opponent, choose a non-land permanent that player controls Destroy one of them at them chosen at random. So it's basically when an ETBs or dies, destroy target permanent, but like the stupid thing in the recent set that can kill Lotus Field, doesn't even target because of weird templating. Oh, yeah, not targeting. Okay. And the other thing is that it's an artifact. So Goblin Welder. Eh, so it's coming out <laughs> very, very quickly. Okay. Do you want to kill two permanents a turn? Yes, I do. <laughs> that makes magic fun. <laughs> yeah, and then Triumph of St. Catherine is the big one, since it actually won the latest Legacy Championships, or, or one of them, I guess. Okay, that's another one. I'm pulling that one up, right? There's another yeah. one. 
Oh god, it's a miracle card. I yes. have definitely never seen this one. <laughs> All right. Four and a white human warrior. Five five. Okay. Lifelink. Miracle. I have again miracle cards. I didn't play a ton of those. Presidium Protectiva? Okay. When Triumph of St. Catherine dies, exile it and the top six cards of your library in a face down pile. If you do shuffle that pile and put it back on top of your library. Apparently it's just like something that'll never die unless you exile it. <laughs> I see. Yeah. And it answer two mana five five. Weird. Okay. And going back to Fallout, speaking of two mana cards that are that are big, they have a Tarmogoyf in this set for some reason. Like literal Tarmogoyf. <laughs> really? I, I just want to abuse the radiation counters. They just look kind of cool in the follow yeah, set. I'll be honest. I'm not as much a fan of those. See, there's a Tarmogoyf. It's scrounging Deathclaw. It's a Ooh. Godzilla-like. But basically it's a, a same. It's, but they, okay. Yeah. I would say just a different name. Yeah, I believe that's a collector booster exclusive. <laughs> One of the ways they're trying to sell collector boosters. Get out, that yeah, get out your, yeah, That their description of the collector booster was just baffling. Uh, just like you said, how they listed what you get. Uh, one, you get your foil basic land, and then we have surge foil. I mm-hmm. don't know what surge foil is yet. It's a different uh, foiling treatment. Is it going to... But God, who knows? Uh, I'm not never sure. See never see one. And then we get a... Then we get a foil rare mythic. Again, it can be surge foil. Then we get a foil from the Hail Caesar deck. Scrappy Survivor's deck, Science deck, one from Mutant Menace, and then all these weird extended art reprint new. <laughs> oh, God, it's just so annoying. I don't know. What What is the, what would draw somebody to getting, is it just because of the alternate treatments? Like, what would draw me to get, oh, honestly, I mean, what would make me buy a collector booster versus just buying the deck that I want? I, I'm because little... there are exclusive cards that are only in the collector boosters. Whether it's the various surge foil treatments, or if it's these special things like the, the scrounging death claw, or the or ravages of war is the other thing they're trying to sell it with the old Portal Three Kingdoms Armageddon that okay. hasn't really had a reprint. Like it had the original print, they did a judge foil of it, and that's it so far on paper. I was just trying to, or you they... want one of those serialized bobbleheads. Okay, so those are, of course, only be in the boosters. Uh-huh. Do, do they have a... I feel I'm, I'm on the official Wizards of the Coast page for Fallout. I feel like I'm not seeing a great list of what cards would be unique to the... Uh, like you mentioned this, the Art of War and stuff like that. I don't... Where do they list that? I feel like it's not actually... Uh, in this I don't... In the card image gallery, I'm not. I can go. Let me see. Maybe the, the card, card image, image. Feels like that should be on this page about the Fallout set. They haven't all been spoiled yet. That's a that's a trick. That okay. That we that's just one of the tricks, can't... I guess. Okay. Like we know about the Tarmogoyf. We know about the the alternate Lord of the Undead. We know about Ravages of War. We know about the Bobbleheads. Like let's but see. Not, if we but go not officially, the... I guess, is what we're saying. Okay. Okay. So. Wingle. I'm not sure. Like a stupid thing. Yeah, I yeah, I I do enjoy the Fallout universe. It seems cool, but 
again with so many cards i've yeah kind of where, where does this kind of fit into your magic budget i feel like a honestly bit. i probably will ignore it for the most part um and yeah i Again, I don't know how much licensing costs for them, but you know, clearly they, they must be profitable. For... Yeah, apparently I when they were talking about like they're going to do two Universes Beyond sets a year, they said they're turning people down. So presumably okay. people want to do it. Well, it probably is a, I mean, magic is a, you know, I never would have thought it 20 years ago, but it's become sort of a culture staple i'll say at this point where it makes sense for crossovers a lot it's also a lot easier to have wizards do it and you just provide some art and stuff and they do all especially i guess with like physical product or inherently a physical product Um, so yeah i i'm guessing a lot of people probably ignore but i also again points to what seems to be the ever increasing universes beyond uh, i don't strength or i guess the pressure maybe to do more and more of this as we're already seeing that we're going to have another set per year being universes beyond um, yeah also i mean this is and this is like the ultimate beast being universes beyond slash commander <laughs> kind of those two really being uh ben diagrams overlapping yeah i mean that's pretty much where like the mass market universes beyond started with warhammer huh Obviously, there were things like Stranger Things and Walking Dead before that in Secret Lairs, but... But like here's something I can see in Target when I'm walking by and be like, oh, I like yeah. Fallout or I like Warhammer. What is this? Though I feel or like... Or I like Clue. <laughs> True. Yeah, that uh, comes out this week, I think. I, I feel here, I, we've talked about it, you know, random times in the past where, you know, uh, the onboarding, though, where... I feel like that's kind of where this is viewed is maybe getting people into the game. But I had not played magic before and bought the a deck with Caesar's Legion Emperor. I'd be like, what the heck is going on in this? I game? guess if what they think is if you're playing commander, you're playing it with friends and they presumably know what's going on. Okay. I guess that's what the point is. Yeah. I, and then I conversely, feel like, the- like Lord of the Rings is clearly more corsetti. Yeah, I feel like that was more straightforward, maybe rules-wise, in my mind. Uh, yeah, I do think it's interesting, because there doesn't seem to be an obvious, like, what could be the core set for this year, because our main, we have our four premiere sets, and we have Modern Horizons 3. There's no, like, obvious, like, could this could be a core set type of thing, like there was with the D&D set, or with Lord of the Rings, or with actual core sets. Oh, there's a Codsworth Handy Helper. Codsworth is a great character from Fallout. <laughs> this is, it's actually a pretty decent card. Um, yeah. And, and Gary Clone, pretty excited there that you can uh, play a bunch of Garys if you've ever played the game. Um, <laughs> so do I, yeah, I feel like I'm, will probably ignore it though. It seems very cool. Uh, I, I wonder what percentage of people are like me where it's like, I just want to see the cards. I'll probably never play with them. So I just look at, when the set comes out, I look through and be like, that's neat. And then I don't ever buy one. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like, I, I mean, it's nice. The pre con commander decks are a genius idea, you know, letting me, you know, play a decent deck that I don't have to think through. But then if I try to take that next step of making my own commander deck, Oh my gosh, it is <laughs> just baffling to try to go through all these cards. 
Yeah. So do we, did they say when this officially drops? It's early March, I believe. Debut, I remember the previews, it says global releases March 8th. Yeah. My commander launch party, I don't know what that is. That's March 8th through 10th. That's just like the like the launch thing. If you play in an event, you get a war room. That's about it. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, they, they have a nice description here of the different commander decks if you want to pick out the one yeah. you like. But I think usually you just kind of look at the colors and be like, I want, I want Mothman that makes radiation counters. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm just interested. They finally made the enemy Odyssey filter lands. Yeah, you got your... And but the filter is that the official word is filter lands. We were I trying don't to know. Like, that. It, I call them Odyssey filters. Like apparently a lot of people call them signet lands, even though they came out before signets. Okay, but I guess I guess you would if you call it tell me a signet land, I would probably guess what it does. Yeah, there that that makes some sense. But you're mm-hmm. saying that with because of so many you know options for dual colors, sometimes even tricolor with triomes that. Who really cares for these? Or I mean, it's a weird spot, especially since they haven't revealed the green black one yet for some reason. I don't know what's going on with that because there are green black decks. I assume they're just waiting, but but the question is what they do with them. Like I assume that now that they've been made, they can be put in all the other decks for free. They'll obviously need universes within versions of them at some point. But I can okay. easily see these like being put in uncommon in Modern Horizons three. Since all 10 of them, since obviously the Odyssey filters aren't in modern yet. Okay. And it, for, I guess for me as a casual player, I like these as it lets me feel better about playing, you know, inherently you're going to be usually playing three plus color decks. Yeah. The problem is that you can't do it if you, is that they don't do man on their own. <laughs> That's the other problem. True. And, and maybe people... Then again, you can also quick. circumvent that with Blossoming Tortoise, which is the reason why people care about them again. Oh, just because it reduces the cost of activating the lands? Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Or Sunken Citadel, whatever that one's called, from the from Ixalan, the one that gives you mana for lands. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I like tortoises. We literally have a tortoise, so I, I'm more down with the Blossoming Tortoise. That, that's cool. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Interesting set. I'm, I'm excited to, as we see, I guess, more and we get to the yeah. official parts of this. But And then it'll be spoiled. And bef- even before that spoiler finishes, we'll have four more sets to talk about. Yeah, we've got Thunder Junction. Co- yeah, it is a lot. Yeah, of- they're going to do first looks for Thunder Junction, Bloomborough, Modern Horizons 3, and Assassin's Creed at, Mag- at MagicCon Chicago this weekend. Okay, and so Assassin's Creed, is that going to... I don't know much about it. Is that's that going to be... That's the Beyond Booster we talked about last week. That's the Beyond Booster. The smaller okay. set, 100 cards, smaller boosters, okay. Aftermath, but not learning many lessons from Aftermath. Okay. This is where it gets hard, right? Where they're doing these... We do IP crossovers, and they're not all Commander. I just got to <laughs> pretend like I know what they're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Magic is cool, but it is it is its own. It's a lot language. <laughs> its own like language now, and I'll say there appears to be no signs of it slowing down or stopping. So, uh, and just strap yourself in and put the feedback on at this point. Um, but 
I'll be honest, if you'd asked me 25 years ago when I'm buying a pack of Fallen Empires, if I would be seeing a Warhammer or, I mean, Fallout, maybe not as much of a thing then, but seeing seeing it being linked to like a TV show or movie, that I would have said you are nuts at that point. So that is kind of weird to see, kind of cool, but it is bizarre. Yeah, with your Fallen Empires, if you would have had a Princess Bride set come out. Yeah, and this is where... It, you know, I know there's lots of money spent on demographic research for who, who, what age, all your other socioeconomic features buy this stuff. But at some point, would they ever be like, you know, that sad mid forties white male demographic needs more love, and then I'll be like, we're we're in. Okay, give me a, let's go weird. Let's go, give me a heavyweights theme set. Let's just start doing random movies that I love. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I mean, let's do it. Let's get weird. Ghostbusters? I feel like Ghostbusters would be a phenomenal one. That might be actual full set worthy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like with trapping ghosts and I think there could be a lot done with that one. So maybe I'm my own worst enemy where I complain about it and then be like, that would be kind of cool if they did that. They did Ghostbusters. If they put the NES advantage in there so I could control the Statue of Liberty, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> What 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 dream IP would you have, Vincent? Uh, no 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 anime because I don't know anime. How about just magic? <laughs> I we don't try that. We much tried of... fire design. You didn't like that. No, Vincent can't pick that one. You poo pooed it. <laughs> like I don't care that much about universes beyond. I've accepted it's a thing, but like I am interested to see what they do with Final Fantasy. That I will say. Okay, that so Final work. Fantasy. So it feels like the video game overlap seemed to make, I mean, dysfunctionally a lot of sense because it's already another yeah, game. Yeah, Morrow's article this week is very interesting on that kind of stuff. Like the challenges okay. and like how it's easier and harder to do. It is, when you say his article, or would these be ones on the mothership or yeah. would this be on his blog that he does? It's on the mothership. Mothership, okay. So I know he does stuff on the block too. And I never know if that's always one to one or if there's stuff that might be on just one or the other. I mean, like him. there's like if he talks like a sentence or two, but his his full articles are only on the mothership. Okay. Well, I thank you. I will check that out because that, that would be kind of interesting to see the challenges. Yeah, because I, I I need to sympathize with other old white guys. You know, where we're a very very underserved population <laughs> in general. We gotta watch it out for ourselves. I'm I'm kidding. Please don't send any hate mail. All right. Oh, yeah, Brent, Brent's with me there too. We 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 can we'll we'll, we'll cry together as we go into our old shack in the woods. <laughs> so Vincent, we, we we got we got a good amount of time. I I'm excited. We'll, yeah. we'll talk. I would and like we to talk before we have to talk about whether lying is bad or not. Oh, I I was wanting because. We won't go into what's happened outside of the, the magic life, but I have not. <laughs> it's been a little less time to consume magic news for a couple of weeks here. What, what when they say lie, like to me, is that cheating? Like, did they do something to a game? Say like, what, what do they mean by what lie? I, I don't know the story like, at all. It was a webcam game and they misrepresented what was in their graveyard or like more like they weren't fully like fully well, forthcoming so, and can you start at the beginning was this like a tournament like what what yeah like, where, a competitive was EDH tournament done via on a webcam yeah how the hell does that for happen? a time twister I, I, 
I, I feel like there's a lot of possible problems there no already. Kidding. <laughs> okay, this this is okay. Thank you. I just wanted to clear because I I was hearing webcam. And I was hearing tournament for a for power. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Again, we ran out of time to talk about it. Go look on your local twitters if you really care about discourse. I, I find I'm I. Vincent, again, old white guy here, a Twitter I find hard to parse for histories of, of any sort of story. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing. Or, or I just find out, you know, it's just, it's all a conspiracy. You know, it's all happening in the basement of a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, something's happened there. So, okay, so somebody misrepresents already the weirdness of I'm playing a commander tournament on webcam based, which again, there could be no shenanigans possibly happening. Uh, with with this setup, for a fairly, I'd say for a fairly strong prize, where there's incentive to do shenanigans here with this. Yes. Uh, uh yeah. That, that's an awful lot of trust to put in other people you're playing against. Be like, okay, show your graveyard. Oh, yep, here it is. Nah, there's not some off the camera or whatever else. Like, oh, my dog, my dog came in and dropped a car on the floor. <laughs> okay, okay. So so lying in this tournament. And did the person win? I thought they didn't even like get that high. They won so their like, game, but they but that was only like the semifinals, so they lost the finals. Whatever. I thought Chris we said Cox we did go right to that person's it. house and be like, just kick the door down and be like, no, and check all their cards, make sure they weren't proxies, just just to be safe. Because I I don't know. I, I think we should be at the, if you're doing a webcam, you should have to hold up each card and have to be like analyzed. Uh, or or wait, what, what was the what game were we just talking about that had that was going to altered. Have the, Alter, thank you. We just gotta go full altered on it. There we go. <laughs> Slap some sort of code DNA sensor on that thing, and I, I want to know. Um, all right, thank you, Vincent, for not going too deep into the hole because <laughs> I could get all. Already went far deeper than I expected. Uh, all riled up there. All right. Well, if you want to find us, uh, uh, you can join us on Twitter. I am PSG Reader at. Just at, I guess at PSG Reader, uh, we have at Doctor No Pants One, the numeral one for Brent. Um, I should have made up a really foul one there for him since he's not here to defend himself. Uh, Vincent, <laughs> he exists. If if you want to talk to Vincent, he he already knows he's there to talk to you. So he he'll he'll, he'll initiate contact. With you. Uh, come or to if our you Discord. Send something to them, they'll probably get it to me. Yeah, yeah. So you could send a message to us. Join us on the Discord. That link will be in the show notes. I think I have it on twitter for you or x whatever uh, uh find it there we can get some emails uh, we have an email address of their our url is dadbotmtg.com so i am tom at dadbotmtg.com we have brent at the aptly named brent at dadbotmtg.com vincent didn't want an email so he does not have <laughs> email. but i at some point i'm just gonna make one because i have that power <laughs> and yeah join us uh each week, we'll talk about some more magic. About yeah, we'll have an overload of previews next week between whatever set is uh, is and the first looks, and we'll have a pro tour to talk about. Okay, I care about two of those three things. Okay, so <laughs> I, I'll I'll show up. I'll show up there. You can try to guess which two I care about. Um, because I because I'm I'm on the I'm on that I'm on the heartbeat that pulse of the competitive scene. I just live <laughs> and breathe it um, all the time because dreaming, sleeping, pooping. Just it's, it's just all high level pro play. All right, guys, join us next week. This was fun, and yeah, we're mm-hmm. out. And also, uh, Chris Cox, no Christmas card this year. 
just not getting one. Just going to let you know. Don't know if you even celebrate Christmas. Not sending you one. We'll talk to you later.